Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my two rather excited co-hosts. We are back for another week of action. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. The head's looking awfully tan today. You That's must it. Have spent, it's, you it's must a, have spent a, a lot of time outside in the last I, week. I've been cutting a lot of wood and burning a lot of wood outside. Hatless? Yes. That's risk. Do you put SPF on it's, the it's dome? Too, it's too damn hot. No hat. Too damn hot. It's like being a it's like being in the desert in Saudi. Oh. oh. A little <laughs> just a little taste of where the beginning of today's show is going. And to my left, it is none other than Mr. Zolo, Mike Palazzolo. Good afternoon. God bless. And as you see, our configuration changed here a bit. Uh, but don't worry. Hopefully by this time next week you will be seeing Bruce's beautiful face again beautiful red face uh he is around. still here bruce say hello hello he's just we we did a little configuration change to make things easier uh but next week the bruce cam will be there's three up. italians so hands oh hands show that's up it. yeah it places. was just that's it the irish <laughs> is kicked off to the corner somewhere yeah we kicked so, the Irish out to the corner. There was a lot of hand gestures going on in the shots, and configuration changed. He's like, shut up before you feel the back of me hand. <laughs> <laughs> Little Emmerich. <laughs> Emmerich. Okay. Uh what what's what's going on? I mean, I haven't I haven't seen you since last week. Anything anything new or what do you mean? I mean in your life? Like I haven't seen you. The people want to know. Yeah, I'm stressed out. Why? Stressed out, ready to kill somebody. What, what do you mean? Why? Just another day in the neighborhood. Why? Because I'm old and I need to retire. I, I can't disagree with That's you. That's it. Zolo? That's it. I need to What's retire. going on? I mean, I'm 31. I'm old and I need to retire. So I hear you. That's it. That's what's going on with me, too. Uh, little tip softball update uh, for those Uh-oh. who have been following. Uh-oh. Um, we we did drop two games last week. Uh, not without controversy. Drop but- two games, drop one umpire. Last that was last week, right? <laughs> this week, this week, last night, odds were stacked against us. It was fifteen to four going into the third inning, and guess what? The guys rallied. We batted around twice, and next thing really? you know, that fifteen to four was soon a nineteen to sixteen victory. Uh, can I ask uh, about the umpire of that game? Um, it would the um, us and that umpire have a great relationship. He was a great guy, but we're not going to dwell on any other umpire. Well, I'm just, I'm just asking a question because I remember one about three years ago. Guy's Same a total one. idiot. Same, Same guy. One. Uh, yeah. So what? Same guy from from really. Was, we had that umpire really? in the previous week. Yeah, and that's the guy who spends his time at the. But either way, we still got some of the hand gestures coming. We will no longer be seeing him. So the umpires that we had last night did a fantastic job. Excellent. Outstanding job. Good, because that one guy's an asshole. Well, we picked up a big Sorry. We had a a pitcher from the other team that went a little rogue, liked to talk from the moment he threw the ball and couldn't handle the talking back, but we let the bats do the talking. That's it. It's all you could really do That's in those what we instances. Do. So we just decided to win in his face. That was the catalyst to spark our run, too, as he tried to fight Christopher Venditti. And good time. Shout out to Christopher Venditti. And as you know, we did not. Our entire first season, when you were still, when you had a meniscus, we did not win a game at that field. Yeah. And we had not won a game at that field until last night. So the L-worthy curse is officially broken. Every game, by the way, has been from behind. 
Well, yeah, like because by a huge margin. That's Here's Bruce. He's always from behind. <laughs> Real winners start slow. Real winners start slow. It may have been a big benefit that the other team had two twenty-four packs of two-hearted, which they were just progressively getting. So, what are you trying to tell me? They were in, very inebriated I think before by the, the end time of the game. The fourth rolled around. Yeah, there was start. There's a little dizziness happening. But either way, area picked up a W. That's three, three, and one. We are five hundred. When I was sixteen, bowling on uh, the twenty-one and over league in Redford. We used to do that. By the third game, we I was so drunk, I couldn't even see the pins. Did you bowl any 300s back in your no, professional I didn't. days? My, no, I But my friends did. My friend Danny was a consistent 300-game thrower. Really? He probably had like 25 of them. R.I.P. Danny. R.I.P. Danny. Danny Antonelli, my buddy. Anyways, uh, getting into some... <laughs> Shockingly enough, yes, this is a football show, but we're going to start out with... We're all over the place. We're going to start out Talking about bowling. Now we're going to talk about golf. The biggest news in the sports world today. Love golf. uh, The PGA Tour... I'm sorry, it's golf. What? The English call it golf. Scottish, you mean? English, Scottish, whatever. They all live on the same land. I don't know. (laughs) The PGA Tour has seemingly merged with its arch rival from Saudi Arabia, Live Golf. Um, Not the biggest golf guy myself. Don't really follow it. But all I know is, essentially, if I put it in football terms, I guess, these people started a XFL of sorts and threw a shitload of money at all of the best PGA guys. The ones that they could get to come over. The ones that they could get to come over. They made a ton of money. Uh, evidently, it was somewhat successful because now they are merging with the PGA, which would be like. Well, that's because of the lawsuits. Let's not forget, there's a bunch of lawsuits. Yeah, there's there's more there's more to it than that. Okay, there's more to it. Than I'm that. gonna leave this to you guys because I know you have some. Thoughts. Mike, I know you <laughs> got the ins and outs on this, and I want to hear what you think of basically. I think personally that the PGA just kind of tucked her tail in and grabbed some cash. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, the gist is, a couple years ago, the, the Saudi Arabian royal family controls this. Their, their, their umbrella parent company, where all of their money comes from, comes from something called the PIF, the, the I think it's Public Investment Fund or something like that. And it is run by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, MBS, who is also the prime minister of Saudi Arabia. So there's political, royal family, and monetary uh, aspects all at play. And he's also the one, if you remember, that had a uh, New York Times journalist, Jamal Khashoggi, uh, cut up with a bone saw in Turkey because he didn't like what he was saying about him. Story for So what you're, what you're saying is he's, he's basically a scumbag. Not good people. The Saudi Arabians, <laughs> however you want to think about them and the royal family— um, the bin Laden family is is the second biggest family in Saudi Arabia after the Saudi royal family. And his family was known as good people. Obviously, if you're having 80 kids, one of them might turn out bad. That's where Osama comes in. But on the investment fund, um, they control most of the money in Saudi Arabia, and they invest in a lot. They've brought in WWE recently, and have, they have two events a year in Saudi Arabia put on by WWE with because they give them $300 million, I think, every time. You Don't quote me on that, but the WWE gets a lot of money from the Saudis to do that. Um, another big thing, and this is where the football element comes in, 
is they own a team in the Premier League, Newcastle United, which was a team that kind of dwelled in the lower tiers of the Premier League, the English Premier League, which is the second biggest league in the world after the NFL, some might argue. Maybe the NBA might be up there, but the Premier League's a no, big deal. No, you're right. Uh, Newcastle, the NBA's not a... No, no I, I, I was waiting for that. Newcastle NBA United... is owned by China. Newcastle United just... This season in the Premier League finished in the top four, which means they're now in the Champions League, which also means that there's probably no other owner in the world that can spend more money in the Premier League. So you're going to start hearing about Newcastle United a lot more competing with Manchester City and Man United and all the teams in London because they're going to be able to spend a lot of money. And on top of that, they have this Live Golf entity. And Live Golf was designed to bring golf a little bit more nationally, but what it what it did at home was the PGA tour was not letting their players leave for live golf while also competing in PGA events. So these guys were getting crazy contracts. Brooks Kepka, um, Phil Mickelson was one of them. These are just a handful of names, by the way, Greg Norman, Greg Norman, who there was someone on cam, uh, cam Smith, I think was his name. The guy guy that won the, the U S open. I can't remember which tournament he won last year, but then two days later, now they announced he was going to the, uh, going to start playing for live golf. Well, they merged with the PGA tour yesterday. And after, after they've been ridiculed and told them they weren't, weren't allowed to play Mm -hmm. in any PGA events. If they jump to the other league, and they did. They, did. they and, went for the money. And this was completely out of left field for that very reason. The PGA, the, the higher representation from the PGA Tour, in, in terms of the golfers, not obviously not the people that run the PGA Tour. In terms of the golfers, the higher tiered people like Rory McIlroy never wanted to compete for an entity that was owned by the Saudi Arabian government because they just don't support it. They don't want to accept blood money. Um and that's what's happening now is now the PJ Tour is doing exactly that. They're accepting the blood money from the Saudi Arabians. And the reason it happened is because there was a lawsuit between the PGA Tour and Liv on how some of these golfers were acquired. And during the court proceedings, as Uncle Sam mentioned, um, a lot of information, negative damning information was going to come out on the PGA Tour. It was going to it was going to come out in the discovery process. So they didn't even make it to trial. They didn't even make it to any negotiations before the PGA Tour just folded and said, you know what, let's merge. We'll take your money, not a big deal. So the PGA Tour did a complete 180 from how they were feeling a year ago. And not only that, they didn't consult their golfers in the process. And a lot of people are pissed off now. Uncle Sam? Well, well, real I, quick, real quick, if you don't mind. Go ahead. And then I'll, I'll let no, you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. If I was in the PGA Tour and I didn't do the cash grab, like all those names. Like Rory McIlroy. Phil Mickelson, the who's the nah guy, Kevin Nah or whatever. All those guys jumped and took huge checks to go over there, and now essentially they're going to be right back where they started. Mm-hmm. If I didn't do that, it's, it's I not, would be it, furious. I, my whole thing with that is, is I didn't I didn't care. They wanted to grab the cash. I get it. Some of these guys weren't going to make anywhere near the money that they were offering to get from the Saudis. We already know that. They weren't going to come nowhere near that. But they tried to get the biggest names they could – to get these other guys to jump ship. Instead of the PGA saying, you know what? I think we made a mistake because they ridiculed all these players for jumping. They even suspended some of them and told them they couldn't play in their events. And now they're taking the money. They're taking the money. The holier than thou that runs golf, the PGA Tour, they, now they're taking the money. 
after they 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 came on air and talked about 9/11, they used 9/11 to persecute the the Saudis, deservedly so. But they're going to sit there and you're and you're just going to fucking take it back and you're going to take their money. And, it's all about money. And they not only care. that, not only that, the the big the big money element is the the golfers that didn't take the money grab, run away and take the money are now being punished essentially for not doing it because how do the contracts work now? Yeah, how Tiger do, Woods. How does they Dustin offered Johnson, Tiger Woods seven hundred million dollars? Offered almost a billion to jump ship, and he wouldn't do well, it. Phil Mickelson because he, he stayed loyal to the PGA. Phil Mickelson in one year made one hundred and two million on course. Correct. Playing I mean, in less they events. Offered Tiger seven hundred million. Playing in less jump. events in more exotic places and playing less rounds of golf too. Granted, they weren't on TV a lot of the time. But there's so many layers to this. But, Sam, I'd like you to tell us how this relates to the NFL. Well, this is interesting because, as Zolo said, I mean, it seems like this Saudi investment fund, or whoever, the royal family, the, the politicians. It's called the PIF. The PIF. Whoever these people <sighs> are, they, like he said, they're in soccer. They're in golf. They're in wrestling. They yeah. want to get involved in as many worldwide sporting events as they can. So, I mean, outside of European soccer, just like Zolo said, the biggest thing to be involved in is the NFL. The NFL is quickly becoming an international league. Uh, I mean, there's how many was there seven games in Europe this year? And I think we're just going to see that number. And in Mexico. And in Mexico. You're just going to see that number keep growing. I think we've all agreed that at some point we're going to have, if not just a European team, probably a European division. Correct. Now... Uh, there is an update coming in that Saudi Arabia could potentially acquire an NFL team in the quote unquote near future. The PGA tour is being criticized for being the biggest money whores on the planet currently. Who's a bigger money whore Roger than Goodell. the NFL? Than the NFL. <laughs> Nobody. It's, it's Roger Nobody. Goodell. It's Roger Goodell. And what was the – one of you fact-checked me. What was the sale price for the Broncos? It was the most recent sale. I, I want to say it was $700 billion. No. no, no, that, no. Keep that number in mind because I'm coming to that right now. Keep that number in mind. Am I wrong? No, that's the that's – Or what $7 this, billion. It was, it was around – it was around seven, I think. Oh, the, it was and, just and the under. Commanders were were five point something too, right? Oh, excuse me. So hold on, Broncos sold for four point six five billion. The Commanders were over six, I believe. Six billion. It yeah, would be to seven. What? Where Uncle Sam mentioned that seven hundred million dollar number, or excuse me, seven hundred billion dollar number. That is the number that the Saudi government, Saudi royal family, whatever you want to call them, Mohammed bin Salman, MBS. That is the number he has to work with on paper. That's just what we know of. There's other billions, probably trillions in assets that we don't know of. He's one of the richest people on planet Earth. He could easily, easily, next time a team is for sale, give Roger Goodell a call and say, listen, I'm going to offer you $10 billion. You're going to take it. You're going to bring a game to, who knows, maybe even Mecca. No, I'm just kidding. It won't be Mecca. But Riyadh or or uh, uh, Medina, you, you're going to bring a game here to the Middle East at some point, and you're going to like it, and you're going to take this money, and you owners are going to divide this this money amongst the 30 of you, and you're going to enjoy it, and you're going to be happy that I'm here because I'm going to generate money for you, and that's what I do. And you know what? They'll just do like it. with golf. They'll do it. Just like with any other sport, certainly like the NFL, we're still going to watch. Oh, for sure. We're still going to watch. 
That's the bottom line is because they don't give a shit what we think. They don't care about blood money. They don't care where anything comes from. We're still going to sit no, there and because watch. If they, listen, if they cared about blood money, half, half the, the gear that they push is blood money, period. Mm-hmm. All their gear is blood money. We know that. The We're argument, not stupid. The argument is almost everything we use in everyday life comes from somewhere bad. We, we all have... Apple products, those are made in sweatshops in China. All of our yeah. shoes are made by minimum wage workers in, in China or Indonesia. For 10 cents a day, you can get yourself a pair of Nikes. Your, your gas, most of the time, that gas that you put in your car comes from the Saudi Arabians. It comes from Saudi oil, where all that, yeah, money, because where we all don't, that comes we, from. We don't use our own oil. We sit here and we buy it from everybody else. So I guess the, the, the big... The big elephant in the room would be, obviously, so it's pretty well known. The NFL Owners Club is the most exclusive club on earth, right? Hands down, it is. It's the hardest to get into, and it's, if you get in, yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I agree with that. It's the hardest club to achieve on earth. One, I agree with Zolo that it, it, they, they have so much capital that they could throw at the situation that everybody would be like, here's, sure. here's, here's one thing where I think separates the NFL from the PGA Tour, because I don't think the PGA Tour even generates as much money as the NFL. We are, oh. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that the PGA Tour generates $10 billion a year. I don't, I don't think it, it generates NFL money, but it's, no. pretty, it's lucrative. The PGA revenue, I'm, I'm not saying it, it's not. PGA Tour's revenue is one-tenth of the NFL. Okay, so let's say this. The NFL is a hard nut to crack because you got a bunch of old dudes that run that league that have been around for the last 35, 40 years. And they're slowly but surely starting to move on and members of their family or are taking over leagues. Just like uh, just recently with uh, the lady that owned the Kansas City Chiefs. She just passed. Norma Hunt. Norma Hunt. R.I.P. Norma. No. You know some stuff about Norma. Yeah, she uh, we'll we'll get to Norma later. Yeah, I'm just saying, but this is a hard fraternity to crack because if you aren't stupid, filthy, rich, because these guys are all stupid, filthy, rich, and and a lot of these guys are, are billionaires, multi-billionaires for a, for a long time. And uh, does the NFL have standards higher than the PGA Tour? I, I don't think so. Well, I don't either. But and on top of that, the a lot NFL's of people money, would say yes. The NFL's money is is diverse. It's it's a combination of new and old money. There's correct, there's new correct. billionaires and old billionaires. But and it's more more old than new. Yeah, more old than yeah. new. So this is the other one kind of blockade that they have right now. Uh, at this current time, it's in the NFL bylaws that no foreign investment company or non-U.S. resident, a no non-U.S. resident can be the sole owner of a team and no foreign investment company can own a team right now. As of right now. But, As of right now. But you Takes. have people of descent that do own teams right now. Well, yeah, but Shad Khan is an American citizen. Correct. Right. Correct. And I believe uh, because who's the race car driver? That owns part of the Broncos. Lewis Hamilton, correct, is a U.S. resident as well. Correct. 
So, listen, they're they're U.S. they're U.S. residents, and that's a bylaw that that gets changed. I think with uh, twenty four of thirty two board Vote. of governor votes. Correct. And and if if Mohammed bin Salman comes in and says, "Listen, you're going to get an extra 100 million dollars a year in your pocket if I For if I'm able 10 years. if I'm able to yeah. own a team, that changes. That changes very quick because again, we had this Roger Goodell, Goodell conversation before. His job is to generate them money. They don't care where it comes from. I agree with that wholeheartedly. They'll tell you they do. But we already know they different. Don't. Well, I mean, that was a perfect example. We just saw it, right? Because yeah. like you said, the you PGA, just seen it. That PGA. guy came out. He made his big speech. Yeah. I know. I knew two people personally that that were affected by nine eleven, and I and I, I knew all about it. And I can't see why anybody would ever sit there and want to deal with people that are direct, directly responsible for terrorism. Guess what? He just ate his own fucking words. The, he looks like a total idiot. The gist is, the gist is, the Premier League wasn't above it. Yes. The PGA is now not above it. Uh, Formula One isn't above it. Horse no. racing isn't well, above Formula it. Formula One is more... It's more global. International. It's, it's more international. It's very international. But you, you get the gist. A lot of it is... Yeah. is, is Bad blood money investing in it. Correct. So, if none of those entities are above it, the NFL is the NFL cer- definitely certainly not above it. Because you don't see NASCAR fucking jumping the borders and going all over the place. That shit don't happen. Well, so then I guess the next question is: is if we could all speculate here, who what would be the team to go? And it seems like every time you're talking about one of these teams heading overseas or moving, it instantly all fingers point to Jacksonville. Well, because they have the smallest market. Well. That's yeah, because they're market. never going to move Green Bay. And then, obviously, the other one that was always in question is Tennessee. But well, Buffalo, Con- Buffalo for a long time was was said to to jump ship. They were wow. they all, were going all three to- of those franchises: Buffalo, Tennessee, and Jacksonville have one thing in common. They've all announced new, new or renovations to their stadiums. Take it away, Sam. Uh, Jacksonville came out today and released renderings of what they called the Stadium of the Future, State of Art. I mean. Hey, you want to talk about art? It was—it's the most incredible thing that I've ever seen. Um, I don't. I think, I, I think you're going to start seeing that with a lot of these newer stadiums. You're going to see stuff that you've never seen before. Well, I know that because the—I think the newest stadium is what right now, still SoFi. I think it's SoFi. Yeah, SoFi is incredible. Oh, uh, ne- v- next Vegas, to Ford Vegas, Field, how is SoFi? Vegas. Allegiant Stadium, Vegas. which is also incredible too. Yeah, I fun. haven't been. Okay, to next Vegas, to those no. those two stadiums. Oh, next I to mean, Ford it makes Field. Ford Field look like look like yeah, a, a college. Like and I, I think Michigan Ford Stadium. Field's actually really nice. I really do. Ford Field in the era, I'm I'm big into stadiums by the way, and I've seen a few okay. myself. In the era that it was built, there this, there was an era where every arena, every baseball stadium, and every football stadium were were built by the same Cook three Carter. architecture firms. From the early 90s to the mid-2000s, they, exactly. The, t- the term is cookie cutter. They were cookie cutter stadiums. Uh, Ford Field, they did a good job incorporating the city around the stadium. Yep. They built it into an old warehouse. It's similar to how Petco Park is in San Diego, the baseball stadium. So Ford Field for a cookie cutter era stadium is actually beautiful. It was built at a weird time. So it just missed this current stadium boom that started with uh, the Cowboys Stadium. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. saw MetLife after that and some really beautiful buildings get built after that. Um, but in the era it was built, Ford Field is actually beautiful. And people that come from out of town love Ford Field. They think it, it's it's yeah. great and a great place to watch a game. This 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 Jaguar Stadium, if you have a minute, Google it. Uh, maybe Bruce, through some creative editing, will throw a picture of it in here later. But 
it looks like something you'd see at like Epcot. Like it's wild. It is. It's something that I've never seen before integrated into a stadium. And they're touting a um, subtropical rainforest like entrance <coughs> to the stadium. So you'll be feel like you're at the rainforest cafe while you're going to a football game. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Keep uh, in mind it's a renovation too. Correct. And Expansion to seventy one thousand. And that's a lot of people. Wow. Making the I don't con- think there's that many people in this in the city of yeah, Jacksonville. Got, they, they have a very loyal fan base. That's the reason they've been like a cockroach. That's the reason they haven't made it to London at this point. Yeah. They got a great owner, in my opinion, great ownership. He loves to spend money. He owns other entities, Flexing Gate, yeah. uh, AEW, if you're into wrestling. And uh he's he's sank a lot of assets into the Jaguars, and now you got Trevor Lawrence for the next 15 years that you Listen, they got a really competitive of. young team there that could be very good for the next five to ten years. Uh, I love Jacksonville. I love yeah. everything about that team. And, wait, are they the team that has the – you can rent the hot tub – yeah, and yes. watch the game from yes. the hot tub. You can, but I don't see that in the rendering. They better not get rid of that. Listen, if you're listening <laughs> to me, Shad, Trevor, whoever I need to talk to, you keep the hot tub cabana rental for a game thing. I think that is the coolest thing ever. You can get a pool and go watch a football game in the pool. That's fun. Miami should do some shit like that, realistically. Yeah, I don't know why they don't. Uh, anyways, speaking of Miami. If you look at the Miami Dolphins roster, I mean, as long as Tua doesn't die on the field next year, uh, um, Ragdoll, he'll he'll. I mean, they don't have an issue at the quarterback position. Obviously, we know all about their receivers. That's not much of an issue. Uh, they did a lot in the off season and even with their acquisition of uh, Bradley Chubb last year to strengthen that defense. But it seems like they've been missing kind of an. X factor at running back, right? They've had a lot of cute names. They've had a lot of guys who step up for a game here or a game there. But I mean, like, look at the Miles Gaskin experiment, right? He's there, gone. Chase Edmonds. I mean, none, nobody that's really a top tier running back. Well, that all may change pretty soon because it seems like the Minnesota Vikings are ready to move on from. God, I don't even know how many time Pro Bowler Delvin Cook. Uh, we all know Delvin Cook's name. Uh, absolutely shredded many of fantasy teams in the past. Uh, shredded many of Detroit teams in the if past. You go, yeah, if you go back two or three years, I mean, we're talking about a top three back at one when, point. When he's healthy, he's... I mean, absolutely. He's top tier. So... Instant thoughts on, because this Miami thing with him is gaining some serious traction. The rumors have been flying for the last few months, but now it seems like this is something that is going to happen. What, what, I mean, think about the offensive weapons that Miami's dealing with and then throw Dalvin Cook on top. They got a fucking track meet there. They got a track meet. How are you going to stop these guys? They're all fast. I mean. They're all fast. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Now you toss... Dalvin Cook instantly, instantly. Now, that division, as tight as it is, if you get a situation where you keep Tua on the field, you keep Dalvin Cook on the field, now... It's Niners South. (laughs) It's Niners South with the Niners old coordinator with arguably more assets than the Niners offense. Yes. Right. I I think you're going to have that division. Miami instantly, I think, if you break it all the way down... 
Now Miami's starting to take a little bit of that, that jump, in my opinion. Because here's, long and the short of it, Buffalo still doesn't have a running back, right? The Jets do, but he just came off of no, an ace. I thought Buffalo signed uh, Latavius Murray. Oh, great. Yeah. Fantastic. What? What's wrong with that? Come on, dude. Latavius Murray. Anyways. He ran, how many yards did he have last year, Bruce? Latavius Murray. I don't know. Listen, if, we, if, you, break, if you break it down like this, that offense is the best off, one of the best offenses in the AFC right now. Here's another thing to think about. Josh Allen's on the cover of Madden, which is bad news for the Buffalo Bills. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily true. And we're going to get to that in a minute. Okay. But I don't know if that's as true as you think. All right. But I'll say this much. If you look at this Miami depth chart, top to bottom, right now, what is a better, in the AFC, what is a better built offense than them? If you add Delvin Cook to it and two is on the field and playing at, playing at the two that we saw for parts of last year. top five team. We're talking about the AFC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just the AFC? They're, they're just top the AFC. five. They're, they're in a... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm taking that over. The, I'm taking that over the Bills. I think on paper you're taking that over the Chiefs, but they still have to beat the Chiefs. Correct. Right. Um, there's there's more to it than than this, but no, I'm I'm. It's my. It would be Miami. They, they Ta- talent wise, uh, they they have a, a track team there, and we were already high. On I, I mean, correct. We I have Miami winning the division same, already. Same. I think so, you were Gang Green down there, but yeah. and and I, Gang Green is also you know an how option I love for Dalvin Cook Green. too. He's also. There's. Well, can we go over the odds real quick on Dalvin Absolutely. Cook? Absolutely, yeah. Let me. So, so first things first. Um, it looks like the Vikings are still in the lead on his odds. They they have a thirty point eight percent chance. It's at two twenty five plus two twenty five are the odds that he stays there. The reason there's been so much speculation recently is because with certain moves they clear more cap space when it comes to Dalvin Cook, meaning um, if they cut him straight up. Um, if they cut him straight up, I think they save five million or something like that. People think a trade's going to happen though, because that's where they save the most money. If they trade him, I think a good amount of his cap hit comes off the books. They could cut him, they could release that's him. That's before the season starts. That's before the season starts. Okay. So there's there's other teams. Obviously, Minnesota isn't out of it because people think, well, why would you why would you get rid of him? Will you clear the cap the cap hit? But. There's the Dolphins. Who else is there, Sam? So currently, right now, uh, the Jets actually jumped the Dolphins today. Uh, Minnesota's plus two twenty-five. Yeah, but the, why? Why would the Jets? The Jets don't even need them. Because let's stop and think about this. You've got a running back in Brees Hall coming off yeah. of a big injury. Okay. You want to keep that workload down? They still have Michael Carter. You want uh, Michael? Listen to me. He's a that's nice like, change of pace I mean, guy. Great. That's a nice change of pace guy. But I'm, we're talking X Factor guys here. We're talking the toughest division in football this year. We're talking every single eye in the world is going to be on the Jets every single week. They, every time they play, you have Aaron Rodgers show. The Jets have to come. If the Jets don't win their division this year, which I don't think they do, and the Jets don't take home at least 12, 13 games, I think the Jets view it as a failure. So add everything that you can now. And Michael Carter is not who you want to go into week one starting at running back. I, let's be real. No, Jets I'll plus six hundred, Dolphins plus six twenty five, and Dallas jumped up today to plus six twenty five. Yeah, there's a lot Dallas. of smoke. There's a lot of smoke to the Cowboys. Again, it's it's like the DeAndre Hopkins thing. It comes down to money. Are these yeah. guys looking for money or do they want to win? And we don't know that. But we, I mean, 
another conversation. Let's, let's we've not had. forget that Ezekiel Elliott is still out there. Well, still out there. They might keep him. Dallas might keep him for a cheaper yeah. deal. We don't. We don't know. Let's keep yeah. in mind with like with Quinn and Williams when we talked about this situation, and we're we're going to get to Ed Oliver later, who ended up re-signing in Buffalo. Um, with Quinn and Williams and all these situations, more often than not, they get resolved and they stay with their team. This one feels like a divorce is imminent. Am I yes. off on that one? It feels no. like he's not going to be. Maybe he plays the year in Minnesota. Gun to my head, I don't think so. I don't think definitely so. think it's his last year there. I think that something changes in the next month on Dalvin Cook. I, I agree. Um, would you Would you like him here in Detroit? No, I think we're good. I don't think twenty seven years old. You don't think you need him on it? No, because you're going to have to pay him. I mean, I don't. Is think... Madsen still in? Yeah, they love Minnesota. That's they the love whole, him. That's the whole point. Is that's they love the Alexander I, if Madison? They, if he walks, I think Madsen could get a serious shot at a starting role there. Oh, I, I think it's I think it's his job to lose at this yeah. point. I mean I he's Alex, he's, a more he's been living well, I mean realistically he's been living Dalvin Cook starts the year. Dalvin Cook plays six games. Dalvin Cook gets hurt. Mattinson comes in for three games. Mattinson tears it up. Dalvin Cook comes back. Dalvin, yeah. it's, he's been living in that shadow so to say now for years and and you're getting him at a discount compared to delvin and the other thing is it's like every every year you hear these little tiny oh where's delvin cook gonna end up this has been like this for three years now because realistically like zolo said delvin cook's 27 years old he's he's on the books for 15 million dollars this year yeah and he can't stay healthy in in running back world he's heading into the twilight of his career you know like hypothetically he bounces around from teams and not, not many guys last past 30 as running. Exactly. Backs. Adrian Peterson. I mean, he was one of the exceptions, but not Frank, many guys last past Frank their Gore. 30s. Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Yeah. So where do we think Delvin Cook ends up? Uh, I've right now, if I had to put the Jets thing to me makes sense, but I just, I don't think Delvin Cook is at a point where he's a guy who's looking to sign somewhere to win a title. Because realistically, if you're going to sign somewhere to win a title, right now the Jets, I mean, within the next two to three years, I mean, that's, if they don't get one, the whole thing was for not, right? So if I was him, I'm taking the money. I'm going to go to South Beach and I'm going to play in Miami because I think that offense fits him really well. I think the coaching situation in Miami is one of the best coaching situations in the NFL right now. I think he goes there, makes an instant impact, and... My again, I, I was knocking Miami's depth chart, but they have enough guys there to where they can have Dalvin Cook, and it wouldn't be just the Dalvin Cook show. There's like if you go through this now, Mozart's there, Jeff Wilson's there, Gaskin's there. The, they drafted that uh, a Shane. I don't know if I said his name right. Yeah, a Devin. They a drafted Shane. him, so there's enough guys there. To where Dalvin Cook does not have to be a – he doesn't have to have the ball in his hands 30 times a game. That's why I like that situation for him. And that will keep him on the field. Where do you think he's going? I, I think Miami. I disagree with one element. I I don't think it's about money. Um, and I think that he, he's a running back. And I, we've seen running backs want to take a little bit less to go play somewhere and win. And uh, Dalvin Cook is from Miami. He's a Florida State product. 
and he's going there every offseason any, anyway. People take pay cuts to go to Miami because there's no state income tax. There's a lot that goes into that it. That is true. And it's it's home for Same him. thing with uh, Texas. It's home. It, it makes a lot of sense. It looks like Miami can afford to do it. They're in the middle of the road for cap. Of course, there's maneuvering that could be done here and there. The Jets thing is intriguing. At, at some point, the Jets have been linked to so many different guys, and there's so many different rumors. Something's got to give, and the Jets are going to get someone at some point. It might be him. I'm. I think he. If he does leave, and I do think he leaves Minnesota, the odds say he doesn't. I think he's out of Minnesota I just by so. all the all of the signs are pointing that way. Um, I think he goes out of Minnesota, and I I think that uh, it's Miami this, this is, this with the side of money Dallas for them too. Miami no. with the side of Dallas. So you're taking right. you're taking the Jets out of this. Yeah, I think Miami or Dallas. Zedaria Smith is Miami. leaving now. Mm-hmm. Delvin Cook leaving. You're getting rid of a lot of money on that on that cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do you think he's going to end up? I don't know. I I have no idea. You're just pleading the fifth. I I don't I don't th- I I don't think like he said I don't think he'll be in Buffalo. There might be an outside chance that a team might swoop in and grab him. One of these playoff contenders, so you don't know. We're gonna give you Will a list of teams. Will it be Denver? We're gonna give Will you a list of teams. Will it be Denver and Sean Payton? And you're gonna pick. You're gonna pick one of these teams. And I actually saw some indicators on Denver, but then I heard they weren't interested. But they're on this list, so yeah. We're gonna give you Minnesota. Yep. If this is in order of best to worst, too. I not just Minnesota, say yes or no. Yes or no? Do you th- do you see no. it happen, Minnesota? I don't think he'll be there. The Jets. No. The Dolphins. Possible. Dallas. Possible, very possible. The odds climb here; they almost double. But Chicago, Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's in division. Yeah, the card. See that the Cardinals. I don't see in division either, though. I don't see them trading. I think. I think my man's wants a little bit of warmth. Yeah, and that's not the Chicago Bears. No, uh, the Cardinals. That that's an interesting spot there because they don't have a guy outside. That would be the uh, money Connor, spot. That would be the yeah, spot with I mean, money. They're in, they're in football That's, to me, sounds right more reasonable. Buffalo? No. Denver? Possibly. Is there a team in the field that, that you think that we may have missed? No. No. I, I actually like Denver. I think Denver could use him big time. I don't think he's going to Denver. I, okay. I, think, it's, I think it's a two-pony race between Miami and Dallas, and the only problem with Dallas is – if you sign him and you pay him and he does and Tony Pollard comes out and outruns him like he's probably going to do. We don't even know if Tony Pollard going to be ready by the time season starts. So he might wind up there. Inevitably at some point he will be healthy okay. and he will perform better than Dalvin Cook and then you will have everybody at Dalvin Cook's throat just like they've been at Zeke's for the last 3 seasons now. I just don't, don't, don't underestimate Sean Payton in the 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 grab he has on players in this league. Don't don't underestimate that. There was one that you said no to that I thought was interesting, and that's Buffalo. No. If you, I, I just don't see him going to Buffalo just because Buffalo, they have guys that have his skill set already. Singletary has his skill set. Yeah, Singletary. So I, I just don't see track. Yeah, but they, they they're going with Latavius Murray to be the blunt hammer Can you on stop that team. Saying Latavius uh, you Murray? could say whatever it you want. Two thousand and seven. He did it last year. That's enough. It's gonna be blunt force You're trauma. Forgetting. You're forgetting. If he wants to compete for a championship, Buffalo makes sense. Okay. Buffalo doesn't have the cap space for him, but if they get yes. him, they could definitely Wiggle around. They just I mean, signed Ed I think Oliver. It's real they don't have any money and left. It's real interesting that three teams from that division are in there. That's yeah. I just his brother James Cook is there. 
Correct. So why would he go there? Why not? He's not going to try to take playing time with the Bennett brothers. Brother. Didn't, yeah. didn't Martellus? I, I don't see both on the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'm sorry? When Mar- when both Bennett's were on the Patriots, remember? Bennett's. Yeah. Uh, Tight end Bennett and, and he- defensive end. Bennett. Oh, whatever. Martellus and yeah, Martavius, I think. Whatever his name was. Anyway. As soon as the no, Patriots I, get brought, I, up, I don't. I this don't. This is what happens. We get. I, I don't. I don't see that happening. I. I don't see him going to a team that his brother's at. I don't. Okay. I just don't. Say what you want to say. I just don't see it. Moving on. Okay. We need to talk about the Indianapolis Colts for a minute because um, Jim Ursay fall off his. Fall off Jim, the wagon? Jim er- well, no, I'm sure after getting this news, Jim Ursay hopped on the wagon. Oh, is he drinking again now? Uh, Isaiah Rogers, uh, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts, is heading a full-scale probe. Oh, God. What is into- it? Colonostomy? <laughs> colonostomy. It's colonoscopy. By the way, everybody, make sure you go get your colonostomies. It's don't, colonoscopy. don't mess around. <laughs> don't mess around. If you need it, get it. Especially over the age of 50, make sure you go get it. Okay. Anyways, uh, this is a much different kind of probe. The NFL is investigating for the possibility of him betting on not just football, but his own games. So what? this could be a big one. That is the speculation How right now is that have to be? he was betting on Colts games. But where was he betting? Oh, that I, I don't where? We haven't gotten that. Was he at yet. the facility? Is he going to be suspended oh, six God. games? You're, you're pouring gas on me right now. Here's the thing. I'm not pouring let's, gas. Let's, I'm shooting it on if you. He, if he was betting, if he was betting on his own games, I think you're talking about the last time he'll be in football here. Correct. I think that that's yeah. it. Um, the precedent that Goodell has set thus far, <sighs> and I know Zolo really wants to talk about JMO, so we're going to get to that, but... The precedent that the NFL has set so far, I mean, Ridley wasn't betting on his own games. He missed, what, 11 games? Or he was a, a year, full season. A year. A full right. season. J-Mo yeah. wasn't even betting on football, but supposedly... Six games. Six, he's six games, right? So if Isaiah Rodgers... I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was in the building and not in a fucking parking ah, lot. Ah, I, know, ah, I know what Zola wants to blah, say. Blah, 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 blah. And it has nothing to do with a building or a parking lot. Okay. But if Isaiah Rodgers was betting on his own games, I don't care if it was at the stadium, in the locker room, from his house, or from fucking Mars. He's got the precedent that you've set is any sort of gambling will not be tolerated. If he was betting on Colts games and he had an impact on them, he's done. It's Pete Rose level shit. That's the precedent that has been set. And that's what I think they're going to do. Because it's one of those things. If they don't throw the book at him, what what what's next? You know what I mean? There's supposedly a whole wave of these announcements that are coming too. And I feel like this is the whole betting thing is just going to keep getting worse because they're saying, "Oh, that we didn't know the rules and this and that." I think that it's not that the, these players didn't know the rules. It's just where the line was drawn on the rules because these guys bet every day. They bet each other when their alma maters play each other. The, oh, you got to wear my jersey for a week. Or here, here's 10 grand on the side. And they bet all the time. So where do we draw the line is my issue. I think if it could be proven that Rodgers was betting on his own team or betting on football or any player, I don't think these guys should be allowed to bet on football. And I certainly don't think they should be allowed to bet on their own team. I agree. I think that the, the reason we haven't heard anything, we, we're, we keep hearing that there's a next wave of suspensions coming. And I think the reason we haven't heard 
sooner than we thought we would is because it's going to be big and there's going to be big as in twofold, a big list of names and a big, a big thing to be disciplined for. So a big suspension, meaning if a guy was betting on the actual sport. Hey, here, here's my, here's my whole problem with the betting thing in general. Everybody does it. They bet on everything. The NFL promotes it with DraftKings and everything else. They need to stop. Just, just, just let it go. Let it fucking go. Let it go already. You're stirring a pot you don't want to go down. If you're going to take Saudi money, let, let you're going to take DraftKings. You're taking DraftKings money. You better not be suspending people yeah. if yeah. your players are using DraftKings it, exactly. and not betting on the game. Am I, am I wrong on this, though? Well, I agree. I mean, if you're, if you're promoting betting, and that's what the NFL does. They promote betting. Why are the fucking players exempt? Well, this, Everybody bets. I get it. I get the no betting on football thing. 1,000%. You, They should not no be No betting allowed. on the NFL, period. Correct. There should be right. not one single bet place. Make that a fucking rule right from the beginning. And let it And all call it go. a day here. Why Why are we waiting if they, to see what he bet on? What the fuck, man? If they what want to bet mean? If they want to bet the entirety of their contract on an NBA game, I don't know why anybody I don't care. Even if go they're ahead. sitting at the facility. You want to bet on the live tour? You want to bet on a live tour? Go ahead. Bet on it. That I don't have an issue with. If if, if football's involved, like, because in all reality, we talked about this with the Ridley thing last year. It doesn't make sense, right? The JMO suspension. It doesn't make sense. I'm going to say this. That is absolutely fucking stupid. Oh, I'm going to destroy your life right now. You yeah. ready? Are you ready? You ready? Are you going to destroy my life? Yeah. Why? Because he was on his phone, which that's what everybody does now. Hold Everybody's on. on their phone Hold on. all the fucking time. Hold on. Listen to this. As Jamison Williams has become a little bit more available in recent weeks because of mini camps and OTAs, a lot more people have had access to him. We've heard him talk more. And a lot of people were harsh on him six weeks ago, and that went down. And and I understand because of the hype and how people feel about his demeanor, whatever. A lot of people have been harsh on Jamison Williams. But as I listen to him talk, I love this kid. Jared Goff said as much yesterday. He goes, I love me some JMO. They got a great rapport. But as these reporters have had access to him, Jeff Risden from uh, the Detroit Lions podcast. I don't mean to cite another podcast on here, but he's the one that supposedly is tugging on the thread on this. And people are going to keep tugging on the thread until I feel like we know what's going to happen. The theory is right now that, according to Risden, the incident is that Jamison Williams bet on a college football game from an app while at a hotel in another state, which, of course, we know the rules now, and the team hotel is considered team facility. But what do you expect these guys to do while they're sitting in hotel rooms on yes, the road? Exactly. Was he suspended? Was this while he wasn't even dressing and he's betting on college football? Do you expect these guys not to bet on college football every week when Listen, they're if they don't doing do that, what are they going to do? They're, what are they going to do? They're betting each other on their alma maters anyways. So just because he's betting a couple bucks here and there on an app that's trackable, where do we draw the line? From it's, a hotel room. From a hotel room. It's getting it's getting more ridiculous stupid. by the day. It's stupid. It's getting more ridiculous by the day. And anyone that's that was harsh on Jamison Williams, shame on you on the the argument that he should have understood the rules. This isn't the first I, thing I'll that say, they're I'll going to say. At first, I didn't know all the details. I did not know that it was from a hotel room. This is this is a this is a rumor, somewhere. by the way. This is a rumor. This is a rumor from someone, a reputable Lions reporter that I okay. usually trust. But that's the theory, is, is that is what happened. And 
I mean, shame on anybody that was hard on that kid and had anything negative to say about that kid for something that you and I are doing most days of the week. Shame on anybody. Would you rather have him out there playing on his little app, making a couple of bets, or would you rather have him have his little massage therapist come over and give him the old tug and rub and and do it 25 times with 25 different fucking people and let that go? And it goes back to the whole how these players treat women argument. This guy got six games thrown at him, and Ridley bet on football. He got a year, and some of these guys got a year. But this guy is going to miss six games at a crucial juncture of, of juncture of his ter- career. On top of that, a big season for the team that he plays for. Six games for something. He, I'm sure he knew he couldn't bet on football 100%. They, most of those guys know that. They're stupid if they get caught doing that. But betting from the team facility in the, the hotel, I don't think a lot of these guys know that you can't bet from a team hotel, a team porta potty, a team fucking toilet in the team parking lot. I don't think any of these guys <laughs> right. know that. And trust me, they, they you can blame the team all you want. I don't think it's the team's prerogative to mention that first over don't hit women, don't get a DUI. Anything like that. I don't I don't yeah. think that it's the team's prerogative. Don't to say take that. a gun on the plane. This just shouldn't be a rule. This should not be a rule that they cannot bet. Like okay, practice facility or in the stadium, that's one thing. Let's draw the line there. Correct. Agreed. Let's draw the line. Hotel where they're in bed late at night. Come on. Team plane. Come on. I mean, come on. I agree. And, and you if it's again, if the Isaiah Rogers thing comes down to he was betting on Colts games. Like it's saying, or NFL games at, at halftime. That's fine. At halftime, suspend the locker room. room. Then you execute it. Correct. In the stadium, in the locker room, at the practice facility. Fuck it. On game day, on football games. That's one thing. I've but- watched you bet. 80 times before the kickoff even starts. <laughs> exactly. Are you kidding me? So, but the coin toss, what color the turf is. Come on already, man. What the what the fuck, man? It's, Come it's, on, man. So what? It's stupid. Stop. It Stop. If they were betting on professional football, they should be suspended, period. Outside of that? Period. Outside of that, fuck alone. off. Leave everybody Fuck alone. off. Um, we're going to jump to Cleveland now because oh, uh, there was an issue in Cleveland over the weekend. Jump to Cleveland for guys that jumped. jumped. Is this a Watson issue? He, he picked up is on it, that. Is it Watson? It's not Watson, shockingly. Oh. Oh. But he picked up on my, we're going to jump to Cleveland now. Okay. Um, two Browns players uh, were jumped at gunpoint over the weekend. Uh, there's still more stuff coming out on this right now, but it was, God, I don't have their names in front of me right now, and I completely forgot them. Um, Newsom and um, I can't remember the other one. Greg Newsom and who? My bad. Pinnerfee. Pinnerfee. I wasn't Penner ready free, to go. Whatever. The defensive tackle. He's played in Alabama. Greg Newsom. Pinnerfee. And uh, Demetric Fenton. Excuse me. Uh, so Newsom was robbed at gunpoint and had his car stolen. And Demetric Felton also had his car stolen within the matter of 48 hours. So, oh, there were two separate incidents. Two, two separate, separate incidents. incidents. Oh, I didn't know that. There was two okay. separate incidents. I didn't know that. Um, the one was Newsom and uh, Purnell Winterfree, whatever his name. They were in the car together. They were in the Newsom's car together. Car. They uh, got stuck up at gunpoint, and uh, they got a little shook. They were a little shook, you know, and, and they got robbed. 
I would love, life. I would love for whoever robbed them to try and rob them without a weapon and say, here, I'm going to challenge you for your car or whatever you're wearing one-on-one and watch Greg Newsom just fucking I, get I'm an opportunity to shred their heads I'm kind of surprised into an all-out gunfight, to so, be honest with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> John Morant was there, it would have. Perry yeah. and Winfrey and Greg Newsom were together in Newsom's Ford F-350. The truck was stolen, as well as their jewelry, including three necklaces and two watches. And what time was this? So I, I don't have a time yet. I'm still I'm They're still. They were at a club. club. They were leaving a club. They were leaving Here. a nightclub. Note to self: If you're out past eleven, it's not a good Bad idea. Things happen. But if you're then, an NFL player, then Dimitri Fenton's car. Supposedly, he was followed home from the Browns facility, <laughs> and they took his car in his parking garage. Okay. So this now they're starting to think that this is a crime spree being targeted around somebody NFL following ah, the Browns players. Is this an inside job? Heads up. Heads up to I mean, Watson, if it is an inside next. job, there's only one person to point the finger at. Sean Watson. Sean Watson. That's it. Maybe Watson's the one doing this. Maybe he's, he's spent the all one doing money it. on attorney fees. That's it. His boys are. Maybe all them girls that were uh, therapists are doing that to get some extra. They cash. came to collect. You think? Yes. Um, the Madden cover has been announced because I mean it's we're getting towards midsummer now, and everybody's patiently awaiting the release of Madden Twenty Four for another dog shit game. This is interesting to me because I have heard. Every single person should be on the Madden cover besides the person that they put on the Madden cover. And this year's Madden cover athlete will be none other than Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen, which I think is very predictable. I have a theory on this. If you go back through previous Madden covers, it seems like there's a trend, okay? And, and Josh Allen fits this trend perfectly. It seems like the hype goes off of the previous year hype going into the season. So, like, I'm not talking about the hype on Josh Allen going into this year. I'm talking about the hype going into Josh Allen last year, right? It's like they, they miss this season. Because for me, if I look at the Madden cover for this year... There's one guy who jumped off the page at me who should have been it. Jalen Hurts. And it should have been, in my mind, Jalen Hurts. Absolutely agree. Josh Allen didn't make a whole lot of sense because, in all reality, Josh Allen led the lead in interceptions this year. Josh Allen. He's, he's not even the third best team in his division. That's what I'm saying. Josh Allen didn't beat Mahomes. He didn't beat Burrow, right? Right. So why put Josh Allen on the Madden cover? I would even go Just for Trevor Nichol- Lawrence. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence won bigger games this year than Josh Allen did. Hell, Jared Goff. Tua. Concussed. Concussion. <laughs> That's it. But there was... The ragdoll. The ragdoll should have been on I the cover. I want to hear your opinion on this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope you have the ability to reel it back in. But there was one guy who everybody made a case for needing to be on the Madden cover that I stood behind, and that was DeMar Hamlin. Oh, God oh. damn it. Or or they should do a special they, they edition. They can't. Didn't they say everybody who's on the cover gets hurt? Well, I mean, you already got the that next one out step of the way. Hey, the next step isn't hurt. It's dead. 
You already got they, they put him on the cover. He's a dead man. Well, they now I guess there is a special edition being contemplated where you will have both oh, Josh God. Allen and oh, DeMar please. Hamlin on there. Oh, God damn it. What the fuck are we doing? What are we talking about here? It's a fucking video game. What? I mean, Every the, time somebody goes on that cover, don't they get like uh, – a little bad luck that year. Kelvin Johnson broke it, I think. Kelvin, Kelvin Johnson, Johnson. There's some guys he that broke have, the curse. There's some guys that have bucked it, but it's no, it's he didn't. Rare. You want I mean, to know why? The catch. Well, he didn't here. break the curse. Okay, they should have won that game. If you huh. go back, if you go back, I mean, the Madden curse. Peyton Hillis was a bad one. Oh, <laughs> Peyton, <laughs> Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis was a bad one. The Brett one Favre. year. The Brett Favre two. one was a bad one. The Vince Young one was a bad one. Oh, Vince Young, dude. My God, how quick. Adrian Peterson. Brett Favre one was one of the best ones, though. Well, Brett Favre, I My think. Brett Favre, you remember, they did ha- half of them were him in the Minnesota uniform and half of them were him in yeah. the Jets uniform. Oh, God. Um, And I'm sure he'd like to forget about the Jets thing. I mean, you had the Gang Green of, thing. You had Sherman in 15. That was peak Richard Sherman. But I think he did get hurt the year after. You had Odell in 16, and I think he got hurt the year after. He gets hurt every year. Then Gronkowski Brady. Gronkowski's a body bag. Then you had Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was on the cover? Do you think they regret that? Put yourself on. regret that one? Oh, God. Uh, And then after that. Was he in the pool? (laughs) No. Was he in the pool? No? Okay. After that, you had Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, and Brady. Jackson. I bet yeah. you he got hurt the year he was on it. Well, he gets hurt every year. And you had Mahomes and Brady. Then last year was John Madden, RIP. And then now Josh Allen. Oh, that's great. That's great. But I'm going to say this. Josh Allen. The offseason for him has been very rumor-filled. A lot of people have been hating on Josh Allen this offseason. A lot of people think that the Bills are going to take a huge step back, us included. Josh Allen impregnated a waitress, supposedly, had a child with her, and his girlfriend left him this offseason. So, oh, so the, the waitress wasn't his girlfriend? No. Well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> what, what the fuck? What, 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 what are you becoming the, the moral fucking media here? Uh, no. I'm just, not, he's not I married. I didn't denounce him. not married. Him. It's not like he cheated on his wife. I didn't denounce him. I just said it's kind of been a rough offseason. Whatever. Maybe, you know what? Maybe he was more than hungry that day. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, Josh, I'm behind you. Don't worry about it. Listen, let, let all the haters hate. We already know you're going to finish in third place. And, and that's it. He's it's su- over. He's supposedly over. dating Haley Steinfeld right For, now, too. Yes, supposedly that's the new, the new flame. But there's a part of me that thinks that Josh Allen might be... He seems like the kind of guy who would respond well to this kind of thing listen mark Mark chamura i i I, i'm sure you know this he was going to high school parties he was like 30 years old dating fucking 17 year old girls why are you still focusing on there's a really thing there's a i I don't remember him getting fucking as blasted as josh allen because you open the door there's a really really cringy good clip of chris collinsworth talking about how he loves to sleep with underage girls and how he loves chris collinsworth yeah how he loves to get with teenagers collinsworth is a weirdo dude now we watch him every sunday he's i know he's he's on the most uh, viewed football telecast of the week fun and entertaining to listen to 
because you know he just burned one when he he's comes a weirdo, out here but he's our and weirdo. Starts going off into to the la la land. You know he just burnt one. I I know he did. He got that stupid Bruce look in his eye, like he's half retarded. And I, I get it. Okay. Coming back full circle, I'm not judging and or condemning Josh Allen. Well, I'm not either. I'm all for it. We're aware, but what I'm saying is... as long as he steps up and takes care of business and takes care of his child, uh, supposedly, it's his. Is this verified? uh, Is is Waitress Gate verified? Again, from what I read... It's just a rumor or it's legit? From what I read... Okay. It's true. It's true. Well, then he needs to step up and be a man and take care of Congrats on the sex, Josh. That's it. Take care of your kid. Now, if I can try and bring this full circle, because I don't know where we went. You're the one. Do you think the noise, positively, the noise, the Madden cover, all the haters, do you think it positively or negatively affects Josh Allen? Last year he led the league in interceptions. Last year, oh, I think this shit. year he might he might surpass that. I I think indifferent. I I don't I don't go one way or another. I hate to take the easy way out. I don't know if it's going to affect him. I don't know if it's not going to affect him. I know he's going to play consistent to how he did last year, which is they're not going to have enough to is beat certain teams trial? at certain times, and they might even be the third best team in their division. I'm going to say second best, but I yeah. believe it is. Does he have any got, more he's kids? He's young. It's got this is his first, first kid. He's, he's probably younger like 20, than me. I he's think. probably like 25, 26. Okay. Probably first kid. So he's got his first kid. Uh, it will affect him a little bit. Going to have some sleepless nights if she lives with Well, him. where's this waitress? And, uh, is this waitress even in Buffalo? Is 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 she going to be allowed in the is premises? She on the road? Yeah. Is she like, from where, Buffalo? Where is she? Not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not know? sure. I don't have She's any gotta confirmation. She's got to be hot. We have to find her. She's got to be hot. Uh, to answer your question, no, I don't think this is the reason he plays bad next year. I think there's just another. no. The reason he'll play bad next year is because he's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we know what it is. He can run the football, but is he going to be able to pull it out in the final seconds of a game where he always seems to disappoint? Okay, let's move on from that. Uh, <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins. Oh God. Go ahead. What what are you doing? I was just getting a hair out. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know. If, I didn't know if you just decided that cut was my it throat. Or what. No, um, I, I'm not going to cut my throat. Uh, anyways, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, still one of the most viable wide receivers in football. Uh, he has a <laughs> workout with the Tennessee Titans this weekend. This one came out of left field for me. I just want to know who's throwing him the ball. <laughs> because Will I've Levis? seen some clips of Will Levis, and I've seen some. And he looks just like uh, uh, the kid they drafted last year. Malik Willis? Yeah. Will Levis and uh, Malik Willis look like they can't fucking hit anybody within 10 feet of them. I mean, if if Vrabel didn't get a win with this Levis situation, I mean, I don't even know what they're going to do at this point. Okay. Um, Tannehill ain't the answer. Malik Willis ain't the answer. So, I mean, you're hoping it's Will Levis. But the, the whole DeAndre Hopkins thing, I, well, I don't it makes sense Tennessee. this because he'll be number one there. Oh, I mean, he'll be the number one the number guy, one. and I think Correct. that's what he he wants to be targeted. He wants to be the number one guy, so that makes sense. There makes sense if he wants to be the number one guy. I, I mean, two, two he's the extent. best guy in the roster. What are the updated odds? Do you have them? In the front updated of you? odds I just did, and I don't know where they went. But hold on, I'm. Currently getting. He's definitely the best guy on the roster. 
Are oh, we ta- the, hands the, tit- down. the Titans? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't. Uh, it goes back to those boxes that he wants checked off, and I don't think yeah, the, Titans, the Titans. The Titans, Titans don't, don't check, check off any don't, box. They don't have a quarterback. Their defense is not very good. Unless the only thing that no. I can think of with the Tennessee thing, they were like we, dead last in sacks. Before we get into the rest of the odds, the only thing I can think of with the Tennessee thing is there's not as much of a market for him as he thought. He's from South Carolina, too, and the Titans aren't far yes. from there. So if you're from that part of the world, you're, you're down to three teams. You're down to the Panthers, which we always thought made sense for him, the Falcons and the Titans. Um, that's close to where he's from. Right. Um, maybe maybe the interest isn't there, just like with the trades. I don't know if the interest wasn't there on trades because people didn't want to pay him or thought he had an issue of some sort. Um, I just think it's all preliminary right now. I think teams are just waiting to pull the trigger on him. And again, we still don't know. Based on the betting odds, which I think you're going to give us in a second, it seems like it might be a money thing. Um, and that eliminates a lot of teams. That eliminates a lot of those top tier, the, the heavyweight teams, like the Bills and the and the Chiefs. But do you, do you have the odds? You have Correct. So they bowed out. So right now, Cleveland's plus 125. Which So Buffalo bowed out? Buffalo's out. Dallas is out. Kansas City's out. It's obviously money then. Yeah. It's obviously money. Yeah. Because if if he wanted to really go and have a shot to add a winner and to do it, he would have went to Kansas City. With no yeah. matter what they offered him. I mean, come on. Like you said. He wouldn't go to Cleveland. It's a one-year deal. He wouldn't have gone to Cleveland. But but right. but now on the betting odds sense, uh, we'll go through one by one. Cleveland makes sense because Hopkins and uh, Deshaun Watson have rapport, and Cleveland needs a wide receiver. Cleveland plus 125, Mm -hmm. Detroit plus 380. Makes sense for certain reasons. They don't need him, but he's still a fit, and Detroit could afford him. Tennessee plus 500. Could afford him close to home. Otherwise, I don't get that one. He doesn't fit any. That team does not fit the criteria that he's for himself, period. You got a better chance to win in Cleveland than you do with the Tennessee Titans. New England plus 1,200. I, I, I've never gotten it from the start, but they've always been a dark horse. And I know there there was a rumored visit there maybe, but maybe. Houston plus 1,600. Um, I don't know why, but hell, they could use him. That's a, He'd fit right in there. He's he's He did some damage yeah, there before. They kind of gave up on him, man. They gave up they on They gave him. up on him, but things were bad when, he, yeah, when that... he left. And now he has a quarterback for the first time in a long time there, you know? Right. Uh, I would argue that the 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 possibility of playing with the future. Who would you rather play for, Deshaun Watson right now, and then in the future, or um, uh, what's his face that they just drafted from Ohio State? Wow, I blank Stroud, once an episode on a name. Would you rather play with Stroud going forward and and help build something in in a town that you're familiar with, or would you rather play with Deshaun Watson? I I don't, don't want to go anywhere near Deshaun Watson because. Uh, <clears throat> Might, it, not, might not come out of that too good. If it's a money thing, uh, Houston makes tons of sense. It, it, that could check off some boxes, and, it, and it's got some positives for him. Well, Baltimore right. bowed out. Mm-hmm. Dallas bowed out, essentially. Like, from what the, they've like said. the odds of back Correct. Down. They got backed it. down a lot. And I was on Twitter saying, source, this team is no longer interested. It's, uh, it's and got to be money. It's got to be you money. Have Panthers on there? The Panthers, shockingly enough, are not even on in the top – 12 right That's now. surprising you have, to me. You have the Jets, the Giants, the Chargers, the Jags, and the Dolphins all between plus 25 and plus 3,500. He's going to end up here, isn't he? You said the uh, Jaguars? Jaguars are way wow. down at the bottom. They're, they're going to take, take a flyer on him. 
if you don't see movement on the Deshaun Watson front in the next week or two, while all these mini camps are going on and these teams break before the summer, God, I wouldn't be shocked that these guys start reporting for training camp and you start hearing, man, I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up here based on that list. I think that the Lions are the most desirable team with it with odds greater than plus 1,000. Um, again, I still think something's got to give on the Jets with all these rumors they're linked to. But on that list of teams, I think the Lions are the one that stand out the most. Agree 1,000%. I, I, I was just about to say. But, it, so. but is Brad Holmes willing to give him that kind of money? I don't, I don't think. If it's a money thing, no. I don't think I don't, so. that's, I that's don't either. That's the only thing I'd say that's keeping him from basically um, coming here. So this is this is the thing, right? People close to the Ravens, the Bills, the Chiefs, and Dallas have all said that they are – not interested, right? The words not interested. If not used. interested means we're in negotiations. Well, no. <laughs> when Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell were both asked, Brad Holmes pulled, he didn't say not interested. He said that the, he thinks the team is as good at that position. And then Dan Campbell talked about how much he liked the receivers that were currently on the roster. So they're not saying no. But also, people close to Hopkins believe that he still wants to be paid as a top five wide receiver in the NFL. That's the issue right there. Because nobody's nobody obviously wants to go ahead and, and, and drop that kind of cash. If on you there. could find a way to do it, and I'm going to ask both of you, if you could find a way to do it, right? We, you know what I need to do? I need to find. Uh, Obviously, Andy Reid feels that he doesn't have to no, I don't mortgage think, anything to Kadarius sign Tony. this guy. But I don't think it's mortgaging anything. I just think that he's commanding so much. Okay, you have to here top five money. It's twenty four million and up. I don't think the Chiefs could figure out how to afford him. I don't think the Bills could afford him. If you are Brad Holmes, do you take the flyer and give him a one year, twenty five million, fully guaranteed deal? Yeah. Yeah, I I do. And once everything's resolved, if you're if there's no other additions coming in, there's nothing nothing going on. I'm sorry, Marvin Jones does nothing for me. I I like Marvin Jones, but I like I like I'll take DeAndre Hopkins yeah. a lot more Marvin than I like Jones doesn't Marvin do anything Jones. for me. And I think that's what it's going to end up being. I think I think it's one of two things. He signs that big long term deal with a with a lackluster team. Uh, not long term, but that big money deal with the lackluster team, right. or I think he goes two to three year deal with to a team contender. He goes to a contender, and Chicago. are the Lions are a contender contender? No, but they're a probable division winner, and they can check off two boxes. You can get a little more money, and got you can stable you can ownership here now. You got a stable coaching staff here. That's something they haven't had here in, in decades. Do they need him? No. Same same conversation we had a week or two ago. Do they need him? No. Would I take a flyer under him under these circumstances? Yeah, yes, I I do. I don't know if I offer him that much, but yeah, like I give him the Odell deal. I give him fifteen to twenty million and see if you can get him here for a year. Uh, so his he was he was it, in Arizona. It was an average of nineteen point seven million per year, and that was you got to remember he signed that deal three years ago. So now I mean we're talking that they they decided to just. Dump it. Here's your comps. They dumped the deal. All right, Why? hold on. Here's your comps. Obviously, we would all take Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown above DeAndre Hopkins, correct? If if Hopkins is at his best, he's better than a lot of those guys on that list. 
But yes, we're going by last season's numbers, health, All right. everything we're taking. Now we're in the Stephon Diggs, Metcalf, Debo Samuel. Are you taking Hopkins over those three? Taking over Metcalf, and I'm probably taking him over Debo just because he yeah, plays the position I think he's a little more differently. Consistent than them guys are. So, but Diggs, we're still putting above Hopkins. Yep. All right, so we'll Which, slot him right Stephon in there. Diggs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think Hopkins could be better than that. Fair. You know, you know something? You know what you've become overnight now? What? You have become the biggest Bills hater in the room overnight. Why? Because I, I said I think Hopkins is better than yeah, Stephon Diggs. Just, you're just a hater. Why, why would you say because that? Because you're just a Bills hater. Because gang green or die. I'm not fucking trying to hate on hey, the guy. You're just hating on him. Gangre- hating on him. Gang green or die, right, Uncle Sam? All right. Me. So I, we're going to draw the line. He's a better receiver than he, I think gonna, he could be. We're going to draw the line under Stephon Diggs. He's right? bigger. He's more durable. Mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs and Metcalf, who's right below him, get paid $24 million a year average. Do you, you you would both give Hopkins a one year twenty four million dollar deal? I say I he would. takes twenty. I don't I don't know about twenty four because that maxes out your cap. I know the cap doesn't matter in the NFL because you can maneuver it different ways. But correct. I twenty is a steal for one year. Yeah, twenty is your Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper, Mike Williams, yeah. Keenan Allen. So you give so, twenty two. So it goes back to we you listed those first five guys and we did this conversation last week, but I'll say it again. I think DeAndre Hopkins is the most well-rounded receiver in football when he's healthy. When we're talking hands, height, physicality, speed, route running, the the entire thing. He he bucks quarterbacks, meaning that it doesn't matter who his quarterback is. DeAndre Hopkins puts up numbers when he's on the field and playing. So he made Colt McCoy look good. Exactly. So Come yes, on. I I think and, I, and are we talking about the same guy? I the, the Marvin Jones signing hurts it because I like Marvin Jones what he brings. He's similar to Hopkins in terms of height, and losing Jamison Williams is a, is a totally you know you have you have factors for and against it. But I you know it as this runs out and teams aren't taking flyers. The only on him, thing that bothers me with bringing Hopkins is this: Jones, you can kind of weed him out when you want to. You know what I mean? They could cut him before Mar- camp. Marvin Listen. Jones, they can weed him out after game six. Mm-hmm. They can okay? cut him. Because you're going to have Williamson back. He's going to be your guy. No, I wouldn't wait. What till- scares me is this. If you bring Hopkins in and you fade him out, not a good thing. You're not not gonna, a good situation. Not you're not fading out. You're not, you're not bringing him in to fade him out. Listen though. to right. me. Let's be real. You've got two receivers on this roster that you are seriously invested in. Right, Marvin Jones, you, you gives a shit. Yeah, like Zolo said, you cut him. We if you get DeAndre Hopkins here, Marvin Jones goes wherever. Go, in my opinion, you care about St. Brown, Jameson Williams, and DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Those are your kind of three-headed three. monster. Correct. And I'll tell you what: if you take that three-headed monster, right, and you have an unsuspended and healthy Jameson Williams, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and even four-headed I'll, monster, I'll say post-prime. DeAndre Hopkins, right? You get Marvin Jones' contract off the books. You move more money around. I mean, like, what I don't about think- Tommy Kennedy? <sighs> well, yeah. I mean, that's another. That's a whole other thing. Is Josh Reynolds is expendable in this in this equation Josh too? Correct. Uh, you, know, you know, I know Campbell I- came out and said a lot of good things about Khalif Raymond. If you have those, those are your big three. You put those big three up against any in football, and you're probably better. You throw in Sam Laporta and Le- Le- uh, Jameer Gibbs, and they've been high on uh, James Mitchell. You th- I mean, they, they got some damn good pass catchers there. Correct. You you have your pass catchers are as you, you have a serious off. You have a serious offense. Correct. Mm-hmm. You're a very serious top five offense. I think you're better than top five. You I have think- better cast pass catcher. Excuse me. You have better cast. 
You have better yeah. pass catchers than the Eagles, and you have better pass catchers than than the Niners at that point. At a minimum, yes. your pass catching group is better than those two teams, and Agreed. those are the only two teams in front of you in the NFC. So for me, I think it's I think Good it's call. No, I think it's a no issue. Because I think your leaps better than Dallas at that point. Then you are leaps better than everybody else in your. Well, I don't know about that. Mike McCarthy might have something to say about that. Um, real quick, uh, Ed Oliver. We need to discuss the Bills defensive lineman Ed Oliver, who restructured his contract over the weekend. Um, uh, by the way, the Lions could have had him instead of the tight end that plays in Minnesota. Uh, so. Sixty-eight million with forty-five point two seven five million in guarantees. I am pretty sure that that now makes him the highest-paid. Oh no! Excuse me, it does not. He, well, average per year, he falls right in behind Aaron Donald, Jeffrey Simmons, and Deron Payne, and Dexter Lawrence now. Correct. And Hargrave because they all got new contracts. We're waiting on season. Quinn and Williams to get one, too. And we're yeah, waiting Quinn on Quinn Williams, Williams is going to be the guy to break everybody's record here real soon. Well, but if you look at this right now, because <clears throat> here we go, contract ranking. He's not in he's, – he's at 11 out of 108 – at 281. And I think the production that you got out of Ed Oliver versus yeah. what they're paying him, I think he was – Kind of a bargain. Yeah, he's a little bit under the going rate. And mm-hmm. the only thing I want to add to this is um, it goes back to that thing I've been saying for a month now. When there's these contract disputes with guys with teams, they usually get resolved. This is one that got resolved. Yeah, because, I mean, And, and what do you think Quentin Williams is waiting for for all this stuff to get resolved? Quentin Williams is asking, and deservedly so, is asking for big money. Correct. Um, and I, I don't know. I think the Jets are going to end up doing it. But if they don't, I'm I'm calling. I'm making a phone call. On interior defensive linemen, okay? Aaron Donald is an outlier, a big outlier. $31.65 million average per year. That's ba- a big He's outlier. making quarterback money. Correct, especially at 32 years old. Then we jump down to Jeffrey Simmons at 23 and a half. So there's an $8 million spread between one and two. And then Deron Payne is right there under him. Dexter Lawrence right there under him. If you're if you're Quinton Williams, you're slotting yourself above Jeffrey Simmons and right under and under. Listen, Aaron he's Donald. he's gonna want he's gonna, he's gonna want, I think he twenty five Aaron million, Donald no, money. He's gonna rightfully be in the Aaron Donald territory. It's just the going yeah. rate. It's got nothing to do with who's better, who's worse, but He's going to rightfully ask for Aaron. He's Donald going to command Martin. it for and a player his it. age. Anyone should. I think he's better than every guy, including Aaron Donald, who's in the twilight of his career. Probably. Right. I think. I think Quinton Williams is better than most guys on that list. Other I than, agree. Other than from the Chiefs, Chris Jones from the Chiefs. Yeah, it's the Chris only guy Jones. I'm taking Monster. over. Aaron Donald. Dexter Lawrence. You can make a case for. Um, but I, I, I agree. Christian Wilkinson. The, Oliver's a bargain. Oliver was a bargain. It, Christian of course, Wilkins it's expensive in, Miami, in another past one, terms. But young guy. Christian Wilkins is another good yeah. example. But they got a bargain. Bill's got a bargain with Oliver. Okay. Uh, Norma Hunt, the former wife of, was is it Lamar Hunt? Lamar, I think yes. it's Lamar Hunt's ex, or not ex-wife, but his, his, his wife, wife. His, his widow. His widow. His widow. Uh, and mother of Chiefs executive and owner Clark Hunt uh, passed away over the weekend. Zolo, the impact that Norma Hunt made on the NFL. There's, uh, there were four big women owners in the NFL. Um, Norma Hunt was one of them, RIP. I mean, she's got two Super Bowls in the last couple of years, and her her lineage in the NFL goes back to pre-merger. It goes back to the a- when it was the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the other one was uh, – Ru- uh, um, 
excuse me, um, from the Steelers, um, the Mara, I don't, I don't know, uh, or excuse me, Mara's the Giants, um, the Rooney's, uh, I can't remember her name, the, the Rooney wife. She died a couple years ago. I can't, I can't remember ago. her name either. She died a couple years ago. The NFL did a really good piece on those two, plus Virginia McCaskey from the Bears and, of course, Martha Ford. We're down to now just Virginia McCaskey and Martha Ford, and these are pillars in the NFL. They're not just women. They're just pillars in the NFL as well. And uh, it just it kind of makes you wonder when Martha's time is coming. Um, some good has happened in the last couple years. I'd like for her to be around for it. Um, and same with Virginia McCaskey. Uh, her, her family goes back to the her, her dad, uh, George Hallis, was They were a patch on their sleeve for him. And her family goes way back in the NFC. And we're just starting to lose some really long-tenured people in the NFL, men and women, but some big women we've lost two in the last couple of years. And RIP Norma Hunt. Anything to add? I agree. RIP. RIP. So- hey, her, her husband was a... Uh, a uh, very good owner, and and they've had a successful franchise for for not just recently. I'm talking decade after decade. For the last 35, 40 years, they've been one of the top teams in the NFL, and, that, and that's the way they ran their clubs. Speaking of um, geriatrics, uh, the, the Chiefs visited the White House over the weekend. Oh, God. And... Uh, Travis Kelsey, the uh, the jabroni that he is, He's an um, idiot. made a beeline for the podium when when uh, the opportunity presented itself. When uh, when Sleepy Joe was out there walking around, shaking hands, sniffing children. I don't know any. He of didn't that. trip over a sandbag, did he? He did not trip. He stayed okay. upright the whole time. Just thought but, I'd ask. But everybody was saying there was a sandbag on stage. As soon as Kelsey made it to that podium. God knows what was going to come out next, but Mahomes ran as fast as possible as he could over to him and grabbed him and dragged him away from the microphone. And, and it was it was it was actually a pretty good moment to watch. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was funny. No, um, because you can't listen. You can't let stupid people get behind a microphone. Yeah, and I mean, could you imagine? Hello. He gets up there on stage at the fucking White House. Yeah, there's a, there's a draw the line moment too for who could speak behind the presidential emblem, and yeah. that'd have been funny. Travis, Travis Kelsey. I mean, Travis Kelsey. Listen, it, it's it's like Mike talking and me talking. Everybody wants to hear Mike. Nobody wants to hear the shit that rolls out of my mouth. They don't want to hear that, dude. Are you want to hear? You're Travis they want to hear good That's stuff. Not what my people tell me. I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I make the shit up as I go. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was another Mike, week. at least give you honest answers with with knowledge behind it. Well, I'm just telling you the shit I know, and that, I don't remember half of it. I, I don't think I don't think anybody thinks that you aren't honest. I think if anything, oh, I'm you honest. are honest. I'm brutally honest, and that's my problem. That's why people don't like me, because I, I say too much shit. Uh, the Lions have a primetime preseason game against the Panthers. Friday, 825 at 8 p.m. Uh, that and one other little piece of Lions news. People close to the organization are saying that they're planning an appeal for the Jameson Williams suspension. They should appeal that. It's fucking stupid. So we will monitor that situation over the coming week, and we will report back yeah, to till you. Yeah, until they, they astrate this Rogers kid. Well, different situation. And I think, if anything, that works in JMO's favor. Yeah, so we need this guy to bet on football. Yeah. At at a facility 
preferably his hotel, while he's getting massaged by Deshaun Watson. <laughs> now, if this all happens the way we got it, this could work out for us, and we could reduce that suspension to two games. And with that? Actually, I'd love to see one. With that, Zolo, anything to add? No. Bruce? Peels on. Mm, I'm good, man. You? I will say this. God bless America. That's it? That's it. Just God, a bless America. That God bless America. God bless America. God bless the PGA Tour. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. You will hear from us again next week. But for now, make sure to go to our YouTube channel. Click subscribe. Ring the bell so you know when we're going live or if this works, when Bruce uploads a video. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, we're on both of those. You can listen to us there if you're tired of looking at the glare off Uncle Sam's head. And remember, social media. Follow us, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. You will hear from us next week.